Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, September 23rd, 2022, and this is day 1648 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you today and we glorify you and thank you so very much for loving us so much, for making us in your image, for giving us your breath of life, and for equipping us to go forth and do everything that you called us to do for today. Help us to focus just on today, not worry about what other people are saying or thinking or what happened yesterday or what's going to happen tomorrow, but help us to stay focused and to fulfill the purpose today. I ask, Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Uh, I am going to give you a quick update about Transition Zone before I dive into this powerful message. (laughs) Uh, Transition Zone, known as T-Zone, we have received some funding and uh, we will be starting our Saturday sessions October 1st. Yay! Praise the Lord. And uh, your funding has helped us tremendously. We thank you so much for your support. So our Saturday sessions will be uh, twice a month. We may possibly do a third Saturday for another group, another church that's interested in our services for their youth. So God is opening doors, and that's what it's all about, teaching our youth the workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. So uh, we'll be meeting on Saturdays at the Multipurpose Center from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. The youth will receive their $25 stipend uh, every week. They will get that, though. The payments will go out every two weeks. And they'll continue learning. And we're going to also develop our um, business that we have with the clothing and uh, developing it even more. Even though we don't have our own location yet, we're working on that. Uh, And if you have a building that you uh, would like to donate to us, let us know. We're we're in need of one. So uh, we would be very grateful for that. But we are looking at ways to do pop-up shops and uh, get the word out that way. And the other thing that uh, we are going to be doing, we'll be working in schools. So I will be going into schools next, starting next month to schools uh, to start sharing the transition zone model and teaching. uh, We'll be teaching three modules in the school. So we'll be teaching life skills, entrepreneurship development, and workforce skills under this particular grant. So I'm really excited and grateful uh, to God and to each and every one of you. Your uh, donations are uh, extremely uh, an extreme blessing to us, and it is not in vain. All right. Thank you so much. That is our update. Uh, Now let's get to the word of God. Today's message is for the love of money. 
for the love of money. We're coming out of Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 40. Talking about Paul and Silas as they're doing the will of God, they disrupt uh, someone or some people that were making lots of money off of a young girl. So let's learn a little bit more about this. So in Acts 16 and 16, it says, Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. And fortune telling is a sin. It is not of God. It is about um, talking to the dead, God uh, uh, God uh, forbids that. That is not of the Lord. So just so you're aware of that. Verse 17, she followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, listen to the spirit, not the girl, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. You see, he was able, Paul was able to discern where that, that praise was coming from. It was not a genuine praise. It was an evil spirit doing that in a way to, um, to, to fool the people, to uh, disrupt what God was doing. And by that being an evil spirit, if people uh, saw that this evil that that Paul was buying into the evil spirit, it would um, pollute the word of God. That's exactly by him. Uh, if he were to acknowledge that praise that was coming uh, through an evil source for evil reasons, you know, we know people can get saved, and and we all have. Uh, we're all sinners uh, before we got saved and we're doing evil things. And uh, we may have praised God, but when we did, we were praising him from our hearts. This evil spirit had a motive. Verse 19, when her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone after she was delivered from the evil spirit, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrate and said, these men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept our practice. So they lied on them because their money stream had been disrupted. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. <laughs> the jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, <laughs> he drew his sword 
and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. And the the thing about that, the jailer uh, was uh, committed to, uh, well, he had to be committed to watching over the prisoners. And if everyone, if anyone escaped, they would be held accountable. More than likely, they would be killed. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Mm, glory to God. They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. Look at God. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God. He and his whole household. See, many times we go through a journey, we are harmed, uh, we are treated unfairly, but there may be another reason behind it. And look at what happened here. And it all started with them disrupting the money flow of evil uh, slave masters. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, released those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, they beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens and threw us into prison. And how do they want to get, and now they want to get rid of us quietly? No, let them come themselves and escort us out. So Paul didn't back down. He spoke truth. They should not have done that. They treated them unfairly and took those um, slave masters' words and just threw them into prison without a trial. The officers reported this to the magistrates. And when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escorted them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydda's house, where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. Then they left. There's always someone there, another believer that God will set up to take care of you. And they went there and uh, encouraged the other brothers and sisters in the Lord. So point number one, have you noticed how the world system is geared toward those who have money or the wealthy? Think about it. The poor working class usually pay higher taxes than the wealthy. And the wealthy have legal ways to avoid paying taxes or at least a portion of them. When a large business moved into uh, my neighborhood, they received a major tax break from the city. And those of us in the community had to pick up the slack. So our taxes went up just to move this big conglomerate into the neighborhood. They promised to do repairs and upgrades to the neighborhood, but as of yet, and it's been at least five years now, none of this has happened. None of those things have happened. This is what Paul and Silas were also dealing with. 
they disrupted the cash flow, the fortune uh, of the magic of the masters. Uh, uh, they they disrupted the cash flow of the masters that were making uh, money off of the slave girls' fortune telling ability. They were thrown into prison. Paul and Silas were thrown into prison, put in stocks that were designed for holding the most dangerous prisoners in absolute security. So it's almost like being put in the hole when you go to prison, you know, and then they were put in these stocks where it clamped their feet and legs uh, together. And sometimes they would even put their hands in stocks so they couldn't even move. All they did was share the love of Jesus, deliver the slave girl from evil spirits, saving her from an awful existence, you know, allowing now her to serve the Lord and live for eternity with Jesus. Well, of course, there are going to be those that don't like that because the the evil spirits of Satan are working through them. And one of the number one things that will set it off will be when you disrupt the money flow. It's all about money in so many cases. And the Bible tells us that the love of money is the root of all evil. Can you imagine that? The root is what keeps the the thing alive, whatever it is. And it is the root of all evil. Nothing wrong with money, but it's when we love money, we idolize money, put it before God. Point number two, as you go about sharing the love of the Lord, fulfilling your God-given purpose, don't be surprised by the opposition or even unfair, hateful treatment you'll receive. Instead, do like Paul and Silas, pray and sing hymns unto the Lord. Give him glory even during the rough times and don't cease doing God's will. Even when you disrupt someone's economic status by doing so. And understand that there will be attacks as we serve the Lord. But we're being attacked uh, in the name of Jesus. For Jesus Christ. And that is something we should glorify God for. uh, Because that means that we're being effective. And we're being effective with... uh, sharing Jesus's love with others and seeing people be saved and set free and delivered. That's what it's all about. So count it all joy when we go through these various trials and tribulations because of doing the will of God. I'll never forget when I was at my old church on 21st and Prospect and I was there for 14 years and we had the great privilege and opportunity of serving um a lot of people in the community at that time, there were lots of people walking the streets that were, you know, either um, addicted to different drugs, alcohol, uh, a lot of women being prostituted. And we had a good relationship with many of those ladies. And one of the things that I noticed that would happen, they would come to church, uh, especially Wednesday night Bible study. And we would have free dinner on Wednesday nights. And they would come and get a meal sometimes and and we got to know them and would talk and 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 they would always mostly every single time they wanted to know Jesus and and many of them got saved 
and they would cry and, you know, say they didn't want to keep living like this and they wanted help. And we would set, we, we began to get connections with other people, <clears throat> even working with the police department to not put them in jail if they catch them, to allow us to be kind of like that um, point, that pivotal point that they'll bring them to, to get them the help that they needed, uh, connecting them to resources in the community. Uh, we even worked, it didn't really get anywhere, but we were working on that plan. It was just hard to keep the ladies there once they came because they were indebted to a pimp and they felt like there was no way out, even after getting saved. And so many times we would call on these organizations that can help them and they'd say, okay, we'll get them in tomorrow, tell them to come here to this address. And then I'd follow up with the, the people the next day and they'd say, no, we've, we've not heard from them or, you know, or no, we've not received that call. And, and it would just break my heart because their slave masters were making so much money off of them. They would threaten them. They would threaten to kill them. And those were some of the things that, that some of them would tell us. And I, I'll never forget me and my husband, would, when we would leave the church, sometimes we would see a truck parked every time. Uh, and we would see some of the ladies come and go to that church. I mean, to that truck. And um, there was somebody, a man in the truck <clears throat> that they would have to, you know, go and report to or talk to and then get out and get back on the streets. And it was really a horrible situation and we would pray, uh, but there were still many disruptors out there of uh, this type of work being done that were working under the radar, a group of uh, mighty women and, and I believe some men that were working uh, in the um, strip clubs, uh, making sure that these women had a way, a safe way of escape. They would give them packets that would have numbers in them. They had to be real careful because they could not receive certain things because it would alert the pimps. And so they had, you know, secret ways of doing it, which I won't talk about because I don't want to disrupt that, but they had secret ways of doing it so that they, the women would be safe and they would be set free. And many of the ladies that uh, worked in that undercover kind of situation uh, shared their stories about some of the ladies that were freed, that got set free from that and were saved and they were able to get them into programs to help them. So it, it is working. Don't stop doing what God has called you to do. You know, it it may not look like something is changing, but continue to do the will of God, disrupting this evil economic system that exists in our world. Uh, we must continue to stand up for what is right, but yet still doing the will of God, just as Paul and Silas did. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is why we do what we do. That's what it's all about. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy. 
because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org and learn more about what we're doing with our precious youth in the community and push the donate button and support this great endeavor. It is a work of God and we're grateful to be a part of it and we are also grateful to you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.